We're about the bread and butter of government. We're not about the chaos. We're not about the drama. We're not about the partisan politics. Uh, we're about getting stuff done, including fixing roads, bridges, tunnels, trains, airports, ports, and all the other things we've been working on so hard as an administration. Ah, uh, yes, Mayor Pete, he's the boot edge edge. That was boot edge edge. Uh, anybody aware of an airport or a, a train? Uh, maybe um, have they gone to East Palestine yet? But Oh, Pete went about a month late, if I remember correctly. Uh, Lunch Bucket Joe, who promised to go, still hasn't been there, of course, but he's a Democrat, you know. His brain, his brain, she's a broke, she's a no good. And last night they had the Christmas tree lighting at the, behind the White House on the ellipse. And you know who was there for the Christmas tree lighting last night? Our very own Jasmine the senior executive vice president of the Chris Plant Show. She was at the Christmas tree lighting. If you call in today, you'll speak with uh, Jasmine. She's one of her favorite people on the planet, on the planet Earth. She was down there, and the protesters were there. They had, you know, the protesters there. They're pro-jihad. The Democrat Party has joined the jihad. That's a force multiplier. Yes, sir. And you know what, the uh, protest, they, they had that gender fluid person performing too, didn't they? And they had that gender fluid, uh, yeah, right? They, they, had, they had a person who doesn't recognize gender and gender doesn't recognize her, I guess, I think her. Uh, because the White House can't let a day go by without playing a good game of duck, duck, goose and confusing everybody. Duck, duck, what? Yeah, yeah, don't ask. Uh, but the protesters were there. The United States Marine Corps Band was there. Jasmine said they were really amazing. They were good. They they stepped up. They were doing great stuff. On the ellipse, the big tree, the one that blew over. It ble- they say it blew over. It might have been protesters. It might have been an act of God or maybe the Democrat Party's uh, Temple of Satan. You know, they have the Temple of Satan. That's part of the Democrat Party. And they, they have after-school Satan clubs for the kids at schools across the country, the Washington Post loves the after-school Satan clubs because, <sighs> you know, because they're uh, they're not exactly people of faith down there. Interesting, but the protesters, it was a mob of protesters, and uh, and Jasmine said you could hear the protesters. They had a chant. They had a, they have you know they love chanting. They're they're very they're enchanting people. These they don't smell enchanting as a rule, but uh, this time of year it's a little better because. Chile, not as smelly. Chile, Chile, as AOC would say. She uh, thinks that a soup is a country and a country is a soup. But they were chanting, the bombs are dropping. No Christmas shopping. So if you've got a son or a daughter that's a lefty, don't expect any Christmas presents this year because the bombs are dropping. No Christmas shopping. How about Hanukkah shopping? From the river to the sea. They love chanting because that's the Hamas chant about wiping Israel off the face of the earth, and the Democrats have adopted that too. It's especially appropriate appropriate this holiday season. You know, Hanukkah, Christmas, just around the corner, Christmas, Hanukkah, and the left, uh, the Democrat Party, they're chanting from the river to the sea, except this lady in New York. Did you see the video of the lady in New York? She's got her um, a black and white checked. I think it's kind of a knockoff. Hamas scarf around her neck. Not being authentic. She might have gotten it at Bergdorf Goodman or something. And 
and uh, and she had a big Hamas flag, a giant Hamas flag. Some call it the Palestinian flag, but right now at this moment in history, it's of course the Hamas flag. It's the destroy the Jewish nation flag, and Democrats have them all over the place. It's replaced the Ukrainian flag. And have you noticed nobody's calling for a ceasefire in Ukraine where a great many more people have been killed by the communist Putin? But this lady, she's out in the street. She's got her uh, fake Palestinian scarf, but it's good enough for her. And she's waving a big, it's not a little flag, it's like a five-foot Hamas flag that she's waving. And she is being asked by a man who has his phone and he's making a video, as you might got a TV station in your hand and you can broadcast to the world. And asked the lady what she's protesting, and she said, she, uh, uh, she said, well, from the mountains to the sea. She's saying from the mountains to the sea. And the man is saying, are you sure you got that right, the, from the mountains to the sea? And she's like, yeah, I think that's right, isn't it, from the mountains to the sea? And he knows that it's from the river to the sea, from the river Jordan, you know, the east coast, the, the eastern border of Israel, uh, bordering Jordan, the river Jordan, to the sea, the Mediterranean Sea, wiping Israel off the map. That's the... That's the mantra, right? But she's saying from the mountains to the sea, and this man is a little puzzled by this, and he's like, what mountains? Which mountains are you talking about? And she looks completely befuddled and confused, and then I think she got back into her Prius with a uh, Biden bumper sticker on it next to her Obama bumper sticker on it, and, and they have, you know, the, that, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, coexist, got the Coexist uh, bumper sticker on the Prius. But the good new Coexist's uh, bumper sticker is the one where the X has been replaced with the uh, paragliding terrorist with his legs spread out uh, and an AK-47 lashed to his back. Also, did you see, speaking of the Democrats, that Hamas took these teenagers hostage and they branded them. They branded them. They used the hot muffler of a motorcycle to brand them so that uh, if they were able to escape, they will have been branded because, you know, they they know that the Democrats would want the Hamas people to capture the kids and bring them back into captivity. That's uh, the thing about them. So we got that. Uh, we got that going. And all kinds of wackadoodle-do, thanks to the Democrats out there. Today is also day two, our second and final day of our Fisher House fundraiser. We're uh, helping Fisher House, the great, wonderful Fisher House, raise money. We do this once a year. Been doing it for a decade and a half, I think more than that. And the phone number to donate to Fisher House is 888-294-8560. And yesterday I was uh, promising, as I've done year, year after year, if you donate $1 million, I'll come over to your house and cut your lawn. And today I learned that a bunch of my coworkers will come over uh, when I come over to cut your lawn, when you donate a million dollars to Fisher House, when I come over to cut your lawn, I don't have a lawnmower, so we'll have to work that out. Uh, if you have a lawn, you probably have a lawnmower. I'll come, but a bunch of my colleagues will come over and uh, sit in lawn chairs along the side and drink margaritas while I cut your lawn, while I mow your lawn, which I think is a pretty generous offer, right? And uh, so we got that. So, and, and we've uh, raised a lot of money thanks to you because you're great Americans and you love America and freedom and liberty and Western civilization, unlike members of the Democratic Party. But uh, that said, the number to donate is 888-294-8560. Going to be speaking to several people throughout the course of the day here on the Chris Plant Show. And um, 
And it's a Friday. It's a Friday, which is nice at this point in time. Also in Israel, the uh, what did they call it? A pause? They called they didn't call it a ceasefire. They call it a lot of different things because nobody knows what to call it. But that's all over because the troglodytes. First of all, they fired a missile at Israel from the Gaza because they just can't wait to kill all the Jews. They're champing at the bit to kill all the Jews, and they couldn't be contained. Pause schmoz, as they say in the Gaza. Pause schmoz. That's a little schmaltzy, I know. But they uh, fired a, another uh, missile at um, you know Israel because they can't wait to kill civilians. They hope children, women because they're barbaric murderers, and the Democrat Party has joined forces with them. They're on their side. And, and I got to tell you, I was, I was uh, something else in my TV show on Newsmax last night. We talked about Henry Kissinger, Henry Kissinger dying at the age of 100, the great American statesman, Secretary of State, and all that. And the news media is smearing him and slandering him in death because they are great vulgarians. Uh, and, and there's another hit piece today and the awful, terrible, horrible Washington Post. Yet another hit piece. And this came up, I was reminded, uh, because uh, this came up on my television show on Newsmax last night as well. And uh, the liberal on the, uh, on the show uh, spent about four minutes attacking Henry Kissinger as a terrible person. Oh, he's a mass murderer, all the media are saying. Because, you know, people were killed in the Vietnam War. And, uh, yeah, and the commies, oh, Cambodia. Uh, you know, it's because the commies moved the Ho Chi Minh Trail across the border, you know. And now the Washington Post with a big, a big story, Henry Kissinger's central role in the U.S. carpet bombing of Cambodia. And I reminded last night, I said, you know, when the United States, because the left won the war for the communists, the left here in the United States, with all their riots in the U.S. and stuff, they're on the side of the communists, right? And, um... Now they're on the side of Hamas. The more things change, the more they stay the same. But Henry Kissinger's central role in U.S. carpet bombing of Cambodia. The communists who were backed by the Soviet Union, communists, right? Like Vladimir Putin. See, we got Putin news today, too, uh, because the news media is so completely ridiculous. This one is ABC News. I'll get to that. Henry Kissinger's central role in the U.S. carpet bombing of Cambodia. And it's a, it's a third of a page, and it's an attack, and they got a picture of smoke rising over here in American soldiers. And, and uh, you know, then the United States left, and we left, you know, the uh, North Vietnamese general uh, at, at the end of the war declared to Americans at the, uh, the table where the papers were being signed. Uh, the American general said, you, you know, you, speaking to the North Vietnamese general, the communist general, you never once beat us on the battlefield, he said to the Vietnamese communist general. And the communist Vietnamese general said back to the American general, that is not important. Because he knew that they won the war against the U.S. here in the United States because the Democrat Party and the left were riding in the streets and turning against the political leaders because the left here was on the side of the communists, right? And that was the Democrat Party, and they're riding in the streets and burning and looting and attacking the police and like the Chicago 1968 convention, Democrat convention. They still blame the police for that, but it wasn't the police. It was the Democrats, the leftists, a lot of them uh, from very wealthy families, just by the way, like William Ayers, for example, Barack Obama's pal, the terrorist. And now I notice I just thought there's a certain irony 
or a certain congruity, consistency, that they're attacking Henry Kissinger, who escaped Nazi Germany as a German Jew, as a young man, served in World War II for the U.S. Army, was awarded a Bronze Star, used his German language skills. Uh, Henry Kissinger, a great hero of the 20th century, and American liberals despise him, and that means the news media despises him. And and I can't help but uh, put the pieces together. Their hatred of Henry Kissinger, who wanted to crush totalitarianism in the 20th century. The Democrat Party here was supporting propping up totalitarianism. They still vilify those that opposed communist totalitarianism, Soviet totalitarianism. And now the Democrat Party has hitched their wagon to radical Islam, kind of eerily consistent, creepily consistent. If you are a gang of mass murderers anywhere in the world, the American left is with you. If the United States of America is their number one target, as is the case with the Ayatollahs in Iran, and with, uh, by extension, other radical Islamists, Western civilization, the U.S., the great Satan, Israel, the little Satan. Well, the Democrat Party is your ally, just as they were when Henry Kissinger was trying to stop the spread of communism in the 20th century, the 1960s, the 1970s. The Democrat Party was with the commies. And then, of course, the carpet bombing of Cambodia. We left and Pol Pot murdered millions and millions of Cambodians. And then the Democrats blamed the United States for that. This is the Democrat Party. They really haven't changed much at all. And we are at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, I got so much crazy news media for you today. Uh, three hours will definitely not be enough once again. And today is our day two of our annual Fisher House fundraiser. And I invite you to contribute $10. I encourage you to contribute $1 million. And to those who contribute $1 million, I will come over to your house and cut your lawn. And a bunch of my colleagues, including on-air people, will also come over and join me. They will uh, sit on the edge of your yard in lawn chairs and drink margaritas. I was uh, promised that this morning. So that's pretty good, too. And we start this morning with uh, the president of the Fisher House Foundation, Dave Coker, the great Dave Coker. Known Dave since I started doing this. Dave is a great. Started as a volunteer there 30 years ago, U.S. Army veteran Dave Coker. And uh, if you knew Dave, you'd think he could conquer countries all by himself. Dave Coker, thanks for being here, Dave. Oh, thank you, Chris. It's a, it's a good day to be able to make a difference. Yes, it is. Now, uh, 
Tell us, Dave, people are people are looking around. People know Fisher House now, I, I think, and certainly our audience. Um, and we're thinking, well, you know, thankfully we're we're not uh, we're not in an active hot war right now. Um, is Fisher House less busy than Fisher House was not so many years ago? Oh, not at all. You know, the the profile of the people in the houses has changed a, a, a good bit, but but life has has always happened, and and when the conflict was going on, the people who were who were dealing with other issues said, "Hey, let's take care of of those who were injured." Uh, but as as that profile has changed. Uh, people are coming back for care, and and we're as busy as we've ever been. Yeah, tell me how the how the profile has changed of the people staying at Fisher houses. Ninety six Fisher houses, is that right? We've got ninety six. We've got uh, three more under construction. Uh, but but as we take a look at uh, the healthcare today, you've got those who have been injured that are going to need care for the rest of their lives. Right. If you think about somebody with a spinal cord injury, they come in every so often to get reevaluated. You've got people who uh, have, have been struggling for years to keep a limb, and they get to the point where they say, you know what, um, I don't have the quality of life I want. I want to go ahead and give up my leg or my arm. Mm. Uh, and And... Uh, there will always need to be care for these folks. It, it's it's an ongoing thing. Just in October, I was down at, at Bay Pines as we were cutting a ribbon on that house. And uh, I had the chance to speak with the mom of someone who had gone to lawn stool to say goodbye to her son. That was 18 years ago. And she was told he would not survive. Well, not only did he survive... He he went on, and he was a gentle giant. He was a Marine, made me look small, and I'm six foot four. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he went on. He he befriended Toby Keith, went and sang on stage, and uh, he had he was somebody who literally had a screw loose in his head because it came out of his head. Wow. He had a he had a brain bleed and passed away, and I was expressing my condolences, and she said, "Hey, I got a gift of 18 years with them." Man, Dave Coker, president of Fisher House, please eight 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 two nine four eight five six zero. America starts the day with America in the morning. Pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there are. Hi, I'm John Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. Octane action in the dust, a new film puts. Our staff of correspondents provide a fast paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. But I tell you, uh, because there are great Americans listening to our humble radio broadcast, and today we are helping to raise money. You are helping to raise money for the great Fisher House. And the phone number again to donate is 888-294-8560. And uh, just in the last few minutes, 
Jerry from Great Falls, Virginia. Beautiful Great Falls, Virginia. It's lovely. 2000 American dollars from Jerry in Great Falls. Nancy, Nancy, who, uh, because it's our show, is a woman. See, for NPR, you couldn't be sure, but uh, it's not. So Nancy is a woman, a wonderful woman from Locust Grove, Virginia. Nancy is a veteran and donated $1,000, 1000 American dollars also, because, you know, there are great Americans out there all over the place, and they're on our side. They, uh, they don't vote for Hillary Clinton. They vote for America. Got great, uh, great stuff going on. Uh, let me grab uh, one more phone call. Then I got to get back to the news because ABC News had me laughing this morning. They are really demented. They're such mental cases. And the Washington Post, they're in there too. Um, let's, uh, but first, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Ed calling from Charleston, South Carolina. Eduardo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, I just uh, you were talking about uh, Henry Kissinger. Yes, sir. And he was a, he was a young army soldier um, at the end of World War Two. And I just wanted to let you know that he was a, an enlisted soldier. Yeah, he wasn't an officer. He was enlisted. He was like an E4, or E5. I, I can't remember the exact uh, rank that he was, but it was basically the lowest rank. Uh, you could get in the army almost. So just you know, just wanted to say, us, <laughs> us, us little old uh, uh, folks that are enlisted people and veterans. You know, we we we, uh, we a lot of times we don't get the uh, the notice that we deserve. But I just want to let everybody know that Henry Kissinger, uh, one of the greatest political science. Uh, persons of all time yeah he uh he started out as an enlisted person absolutely in, that and that is a great point i'm really glad that you called in with that because you might assume uh dying at the age of 100 years but you know his family fled nazi germany being jewish in 1938 because the socialist workers party of adolf hitler was uh you know, they were uh, doing all kinds of nasty things, and they could see that train coming. Henry Kissinger was 15, 15 years old in 1938 when his family fled Germany, Nazi Germany by that time. And uh, he was actually drafted by the United States Army when he was 19 years old. And uh, he was, you know, he served in Europe. He spoke German. That was handy at, uh, at that time. And he was awarded a Bronze Star, the uh, State Department says that he was awarded the Bronze Star for uncovering a Nazi sleeper cell uh, during the war as a young enlisted man. Absolutely right. And, you know, you say E4, E5, that's, you know, that's big stuff. Everybody knows that the U.S. military runs on non-commissioned officers, right? Uh, you say you were enlisted. Were you were you an NCO yourself? No, I was I was just like an E four uh-huh. uh, enlisted for three years. Uh-huh. I happened to be stationed in Berlin, Germany, but that was in the seventies, in the mid seventies. So I didn't see any action. Let's put it that way. Well, that's but, good. Uh, hey, checkpoint, Charlie, the Fulda Gap, holding the Soviet Union at bay. Come on, that's huge. You got it. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, we were uh, we were Cold War warriors, I guess you would say. Yeah, Cold Warriors, to... man. Yeah, that's right. No, listen, you were one of the one of the great American men that contained the Soviet Union until we could collapse it and implode it 
And uh, and actually, that leads perfectly into my next uh, ridiculous news story, <laughs> thanks to ABC News. But Ed, listen, you know, serving in Germany in the 1970s, the United States Army is a is a great badge of honor. That's uh, that's wonderful, and you know the. Uh, we had all our armored well, divisions in there and, and uh, manning the Fulda Gap where the Soviets would come through with their 50,000 tanks that they had at the time yeah. to conquer the world and destroy the world. Uh, and it turns out, Ed, you know, we, we may have collapsed the Soviet Union, but communism didn't die, and it's uh, still alive and well, isn't it? It certainly is, and uh, that's a terrible thing, and all we can do is, get the American people to realize that and maybe they can uh, stand up to the to the communists. Maybe. We shall see. That remains to be seen. Ed, I'm saluting you. Well, thank you. You're very, very kind. You're too kind. Thank nah, you. Not at all. Thank you, Ed. Yeah. I've been to Checkpoint Charlie and, uh, uh, you know, the commies, kind of the, the Berlin Wall. You know, that wall was to keep people in, not keep people out. Nobody was trying to break into East Germany. And if you tried to escape, and that was the word they used, then they'd shoot you in the back and kill you. If you're a 19-year-old girl with your 19-year-old boyfriend, they'd just shoot you dead because that's what communists do. You know, still, fleeing North Korea is called an escape. And that's the communist utopia. It's a socialist perfection. You know, Lenin said, the goal of socialism is communism. And uh, we should take his word for it. If you attempt to flee Cuba... It's an escape. You're escaping. Now, if the term escape is used, then you're not living in a country. You're living in a prison. And that's what communism is. But pay no attention to that. And uh, thank you, Ed. Since Ed uh, brought up all of that good stuff, and it is good stuff, and, yeah, young Henry Kissinger serving in the U.S. Army as an enlisted guy. He had not yet gone to Harvard. After the war, he got his bachelor's, his master's, and his Ph.D. from Harvard but it didn't seem to taint him the way that the poison Ivy League taints people today, like Barack Obama, for example. But I laughed out loud this morning, back to the Soviet Union, Vlad the Impaler Putin, who is the the current leader dictator in communist Russia. um, He's a communist. He grew up in the communist system. He was with the KGB, the Soviet Union secret police. He was, in fact, Ed assigned to East Germany for a period of time with the Stasi, which was the East German secret police, a very notorious and brutal secret police, the Stasi. And the KGB, obviously, brutal murderers, savages. And uh, that's where Vlad the Impaler comes from. And that's why he's a killer. Did you see that the... uh, the wife of a Ukrainian official was poisoned. Just yesterday, we learned that the wife of a senior Ukrainian official was poisoned with some kind of a heavy metal poison, which Vlad the Impaler is famous for using on his enemies because he loves killing his enemies and jailing his enemies because he's a communist. And now we see the Democrat Party uh, seeking to jail all of their political enemies and abusing the justice system and turning the FBI into the KGB and going to Twitter and Facebook and telling him you better not let people share that New York Post story about the Hunter Biden laptop because it's Russian disinformation. The only Russian disinformation was what the FBI was peddling because it turns out there are a bunch of leftists in the FBI that are abusing their power, their meager, corrupt power, 
on behalf, naturally, of the Democrat Party because they are the left. Right? So we got all that going on. But uh, Vlad the Impaler, KGB, Stasi, poisoned the wife of a, apparently, he hasn't been convicted in court. Democrats would jump in to defend him. He hasn't been def- uh, 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 convicted in court yet. So the, she just happened to be poisoned. And a Russian uh, spokesperson made a joke and said, maybe she broke a thermometer because it's heavy metal in her blood. So, so maybe mercury from the thermometer break in her soup, in her glass of tea. Not very nice, comrade workers. Amazing. So, yeah, that happened yesterday. But ABC News made me laugh this morning. Why did they make me laugh this morning? Well, first of all, the corrupt Washington Post showed up at the front door. And their lead story today, U.S. axes alerts to Meta. You know, that's Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook and social media stuff. U.S. axes, they do away with alerts to Meta on intrusion, right? Must be that they agree with the intrusions. They like the intrusions now. Foreign influence warnings wither. They're withering. The number of uh, foreign influence warnings are declining. And the subheadline is partnership eroded by conservative legal effort. See, it's conservative legal effort. That's the problem. Those terrible conservative. That's a dirty word to them. Conservative because they're progressive and they love Hamas and the Khmer Rouge and the Viet Cong because they're not on our side. And uh, so I saw that, uh, yeah, a, a partnership eroded by conservative legal air. Oh, you mean people are in favor of free speech and against government censorship? Is that what you're talking about? Because government censorship is advancing by leaps and bounds under Joe Biden and the Democrats. In fact, the lead story at the Washington Post today, Facebook shuts down deceptive China accounts. Say, wait a minute, that kind of conflicts with the Washington Post headline, doesn't it? Maybe they're doing it on their own instead of at the direction of the government. Deutschland, Deutschland. Elections in U.S., comma, elsewhere to bring more political meddling. Well, that's because communists are out there, and they do two things. They kill people, and they destroy things. So we got that. But now let me get to the ABC story that uh, had us laughing today. And uh, I read it aloud. I read it aloud before the show. And... uh, Michael was laughing. Bill Hess was laughing. Listen, listen, here's the headline from ABC Fake News. ABC Fake News. Now, uh, keeping in mind, Vlad, Vladimir Putin is a communist. He said the greatest tragedy of the 20th century was the fall of the Soviet Union, which was a slave state that contained hundreds of millions of people and brutalized them until death, stole everything that they worked for, brutalized them, jailed their political enemies, the Gulag Archipelago, uh, and a great slave system for their political enemies in the Siberian tundra. Uh, A living hell was the Soviet Union, right? And uh, that's Vladimir Putin, and he wants to reconstitute the Soviet Union because he loves slavery and brutality. Now, listen to this. ABC News Today. Russia's Supreme Court effectively outlaws LGBTQ plus activism you can't just say, like, LG, you know, that'd be a TV, I guess. LGB, LG, because lesbian is gay, and and uh, and then G is gay, and uh, B is bi, and, you know, let's face it. Then T is trans, and uh, really LG and B don't necessarily want to associate with T, 
But never mind that. Q, they used to outlaw. Now they put it in their name. And plus just means whatever else you want to be, you know. So we got that. And the, uh, so the headline is, Russia's Supreme Court uh, effectively outlaws LGBTQ plus activism in a landmark ruling. Now, the subheadline is the best part. Russia's Supreme Court has effectively outlawed LGBTQ plus activism in the most drastic step against advocates of gay, lesbian, and transgender rights in the increasingly conservative country. See, it's the increasingly conservative. Putin's Russia is conservative. I told you the New York Times has referred to the communists as conservative, too. Conservative is just a dirty word to them. That means you might own an American flag. You might fly it in your, your flagpole in your front yard. You might have an American flag sticker on your car. It might be an American car. Your children might be normal, you know, and they don't want that. And so Putin's Russia is an increasingly conservative country. ABC News headline. They stole it from the Associated Press. So there it is. They're all playing in the lead sentence, too. The increasingly conservative country that is Russia under Putin, a KGB communist. You know what I say in situations like this, don't you? They use the words, but they don't know what they mean. Are you into weird, spooky, and strange history? Horrifying History tells you about the side of history that people don't normally talk about. We tell the tales of haunted places, infamous true crimes, unsolved mysteries, the paranormal, and then we look to history to see where the truth actually lies. Want to get spooky with us? Horrifying History, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. We've got news about Dick Durbin and Hunter's laptop and a Buffalo Bills linebacker. We've got lots of stuff for you today. Don't go anywhere. We're also in day two and day last of our, although you can donate tomorrow as well, our Fisher House, our annual Fisher House fundraiser, which is the greatest organization in the world. Thank you very much. And on the line with us right now, we have Christy Wilcox, who is uh, with Fisher House. Christy, thank you for being with us. And Christy, in charge of videos for the entire organization. And uh, tell me about uh, tell me about that, Christy. Tell me what it, what it is you do and uh, for Fisher House and how you got there. Well, uh, I am on the communications team, and uh, yeah, I'm the videographer. I always say that I have one of the best jobs because I get to you know talk to people, and usually it's you know, after they've had some big triumph, you know, through their journey. Um, so those stories are really um, invigorating, especially after um, being in the media for so long. So, um, you know, one important, one important takeaway from my story and hearing other stories is a family's love is truly the best medicine. So I get to tell those stories all the time. And it's amazing to listen to military families share their um, their journey, especially after my stay at the Fisher House when my dad was uh, at the hospital for cancer in 2015. Right, right. And um, do you say you escaped the news media to get a real job? Is that what happened? 
<laughs> I did. I was tired of, of, of sharing the, um, you know, sad stories. And with Fisher House, you know, I get the opportunity to share a lot of amazing stories. And I'll tell you something. I think you'll appreciate this, Chris. The interesting part about, about my dad's service is that he was drafted to the Army. He doesn't like to talk about it a lot, but once he told me that they lined all the men up and they went every other person and told them, you're Army, you're a Marine, you're Army, you're a Marine, right? So my parents lived in Germany uh, for a bit while my dad was in the service. And a few months ago, I was in Germany supporting families, uh, military families, uh, wounded, ill, sick warriors competing at Invictus Games. Um, so it was nice to have my own journey with military and veteran families then. Wow. That is great. And our, I tell you, our last caller, an Army veteran who served in Germany in the 1970s, uh, one of our listeners. And uh, yeah, that is that is great. And your father's footsteps are, are big footsteps, uh, I know. And and uh, Fisher House, I mean, just, you know, we've been working with them for, for a decade and a half or more and just couldn't be a greater organization. And, and I'm encouraging people to kick something in today, whether it's $10 or or $100,000, million, $1,000,000, $1,000,000, I come over to your house and cut your lawn. I bring a bunch of uh, uh, radio station people with me who have agreed to sit in lawn chairs and drink margaritas while I cut the lawn, which I thought was very generous of them. And I want to encourage people to contribute to Fisher House today at 888-294-8560, 888-294-8560. And uh, give generously. It's it's an extraordinary, extraordinary organization, a great American organization, doing beautiful and wonderful things. And Christy, you you became interested in uh, working with Fisher House because of your father's your father's circumstance, your father's illnesses, and um, and you're there, and you're still there, and you couldn't be happier, and you're you're uh, doing something great, aren't you? I'm doing something amazing. I mean, part of my job is to, to go to Fisher Houses and capture moments, right? Recently, I met a man and his wife who stayed at the Charleston Fisher House. They spent six months there because he was waiting for a heart transplant. Wow. Um, I met them on the day that they were headed home after he had a successful transplant. And it was wow. just an amazing story. And one other note I'll add to this is the best part of my story is I have a three-year-old son who loves his grandfather and everybody, you know, with their families, I think can appreciate this is I get to see them have fun together. Now. I truly believe that it hadn't been for the support that my father received um, and having his family there that maybe my story would have turned out much different. So, uh, you know, when I was at Fisher house, I can just remember interacting with so many families um, through my experience. And I just said to myself, how do I get to be a part of this amazing organization? And, here I am. Wow. And here you are. Um, so great. Christy, God bless. Uh, wonderful, wonderful life that you have found. Uh, Fisher House. Now, you can also volunteer. You can donate your miles, and they use them brilliantly. Please call and donate 888-294-8560. <laughs> Every story eventually comes to an end. This June, hear the final episode of Season 2 of the hit podcast series, In the Red Clay, Durham. In the Red Clay tells the unbelievable true story of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history. In the podcast that people are calling riveting, incredibly moving, 
captivating and addicting. Binge seasons one and two of In the Red Clay now, wherever you listen.